Welcome to the Roadhouse Podcast. This week, Roadhouse talks to Bishop Larry Gators. The topic, Kobe Bryant, a Luciferian project completed. Everything and nothing. Hello, Bishop speaking. Bishop Larry Gators, nice to meet you. How are you, sir? Pretty good. Making sure all the levels are all fine. Up, down, left, right. I'm all over the place. What are you gonna do? Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the radio. So sip. Hey, Roadhouse is in your ears. It's as simple as that. Let's get this show on the road. Oh, Roadhouse. Enjoy the show. What's going on, Roadhouse Mafia? Welcome to the Roadhouse Podcast, the most natural and unapologetic podcast in the world. I'm your host, Roadhouse, and I'm joined by a very special guest today. He's a bishop from the Big Apple, a truth seeker, and host of the nationally syndicated Global Spiritual Revolution Radio, iHeartRadio Network, Life Radio 92.9 FM, 1460 AM radio. He's a man of God and country. Bishop Larry Gators, nice to meet you. Larry. Yes, sir. Looking forward to this talk. I appreciate you for coming on. And before we get started, your Twitter, your social media, any way that our fans can get in touch with you? Absolutely. My official uh, Twitter uh, address is at Bishop L. Gators. That's G-A-I-T-E-R-S. Again, that's at Bishop L. Gators, G-A-I-T-E-R-S. That is also the same address for uh, my Facebook link, which is facebook.com forward slash Bishop L. Gators. Again, facebook.com forward slash Bishop L. Gators. You can also check us out on liferadionj.com, including iheartradio.com forward slash global spiritual revolution radio and also through the iHeart Media Group as well, and also through the USA Radio Networks out of Dallas, Texas. So I am so excited tonight. And also, we have a YouTube channel as well for all of your listeners can subscribe to. All they have to do is type in Global Spiritual Revolution Radio and Media Group. Again, Global Spiritual Revolution Radio and Media Group. So I am really looking forward to unpacking this very powerful and very detailed topic tonight concerning Kobe Bryant. So the topic today we'll be discussing is the Kobe Bryant Luciferian project completed. Bishop here will be dissecting the death and cover-up of Kobe Bryant. And this is just, the events that took place recently is just mind-blowing, especially have, I don't know if you, have you heard of QAnon? Yes, absolutely. I have so many cute people who are connected with me, right? Uh, through Global Spiritual Revolution Radio, we average between 20 to 25 million listeners each week in 150 nations. A lot of these people are cute, connected people. And this Kobe Bryant Luciferian project completed as we are going to dissect this. And uh, first of all, when we look at Kobe Bryant, he was a, a member of a uh, not-so-well-known seeker society um, by the name of the Boulay uh, Black Seeker Society. Now, the term Boulay, 
find, which is spelled capital B-O-U-L-E apostrophe E. Capital B-O-U-L-E, which also means Sigma Pi Phi. Okay, so the Boulay Secret Society that was created back on May the 15th, 1904, in the city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which is also the same hometown that Kobe was born in. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Also the same city that LeBron James passed Kobe Bryant on the number three list or on the all-time NBA scoring list that both LeBron James and Kobe Bryant uh, have over 33,000 points. That number 33 is a high-ranking Masonic uh, geometria term. I'm going to come back to that later on in the broadcast. So the kind of the, the latest foundation here for all of your listeners. And so the Kobe Bryant is a part of this Black Boule Secret Society. Again, that was created in May, on the month of May, May the 15th, 1904, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And by the way, as a side note, Kobe Bryant was also a member of the Elena Secret Society that's connected to the Tropical Secret Society. That is, both of these secret societies uh, are connected to the late uh, Alistair Crawley, okay? And I will touch on that later on, uh, God willing. So Kobe Bryant, the Luciferian Project completed. We're going to dissect this. And, and for a lot of your listeners, uh, man of God, they may or may not even heard of the term Boule Seeker Society. So the term Boule simply means that they are the protectors of the system. They don't own the system, but they are the guardians of the system. What is the system? The global Luciferian Illuminati system. Now, I'm sure you've heard of the uh, the teachings of the Knights of the Round Table, right? Yes, yeah, and I'm aware. According to some, absolutely, according to some scholars, they are anywhere from, from nine ninths up to 150 ninths. But the nine ninths of the round table represents um, the nine of the 13 global Illuminati families that control 99% of the world's wealth. We're talking about the Rothschilds. We're talking about the Oppenheimers. We're talking about the Rockefellers. We're talking about George Soros. We, we are talking about the Warburgs who are the uh, progenitors, the creators of the American Federal Reserve System. We're talking about the Council of Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Club of Rome, the Committee of 300, the Hidden Hand. These nine families that control 99% of the world's wealth uh, are protected by what we call the Divine Nine. Okay? Uh, now, the Divine Nine simply means that there are nine black Greek lettered secret societies, okay? Nine. So you have the Boule, and then the Boule oversees these nine black Greek lettered secret societies, okay? We are talking about uh, Omega Sci-Fi, okay? Uh, we are talking about these nine distinct, and, and again, for your listeners, they may or may not even have heard of these nine secret societies. So you have Alpha Phi Alpha, uh, Kappa Alpha Psi, Omega Psi Phi, Phi Beta Sigma, uh, Lodo Phi Theta, and then you add Alpha Kappa Alpha, 
Then you have uh, Delta Sigma Theta, uh, Zeta Phi Beta, okay? And then you have Sigma Gamma Rho. These are the nine Greek black secret societies that are overseen and ruled by the Blue A's. Now, does so that, in that meet, Let me uh, interject real quick, Bishop. Now, I'm looking at the nine different fraternities and sororities. Is it not male and females, as I can see the fraternities and sororities? Oh, that's, a great, that's a great question. There are females, absolutely. There are actually four black male fraternities and four black female fraternities. So both men and women are under the umbrella, the schematic structure of what we call the Boulay Secret Society. Excellent question. So, yes, there are black men and women. And, and mind you, uh, the Boulay Secret Society is not just exclusive for black people. You've had a lot of Spanish and Latino and, and white people who were a part of the Boulay Secret Society. There was a man by the name of Henry Moskowitz, okay, a Zionist who was the founding father of the NAACP. Yes, the NAACP was not founded by black and black Americans. The NAACP was founded by Zionists, okay? And Bishop is not anti-Semitic, okay? Uh, because 99.9% of the Jewish people are beautiful people. I'm talking about the 1%, brother, who are Zionists. So Henry Moskowitz, who created the NAACP, including with, the Spingarn brothers, who were also Zionists, were also Boulets, okay? Uh, Jack Greenberg, an attorney uh, who worked with uh, Thurgood Marshall, right, in the 1954 Supreme Court case of Brown versus the Board of Education was also a Boulet. So you have black Boulets who are men, you have black women who are Boulets, but you also have Zionists, okay? You also have people of different ethnicities, Spanish, Latinos, who are a part of the present-day Boulay Sigur Society. So there is a book entitled The History of Sigma Pi Five. Again, The History of Sigma Pi Five, And that book is by Dr. Charles Wesson. And one may say, well, Bishop, what does the Boulay have to do with Kobe Bryant's death? I'm going to come to that. Because we ha- in order for us to understand of the foreground of what happened to Kobe Bryant last month on the 26th of January. And mind you, Kobe was 41 years old when he died, okay? In his last game against the Utah Jazz in April of 2016, he came out at the 4.1 second mark of the fourth quarter. In the commercial with Kanye West, Kobe Bryant holds a basketball in his right hand. And when the clock goes under 4.1 seconds, he throws the basketball and destroys Kanye West, just in the commercial now, who is in a helicopter. Interesting. And then 41 days after Kobe's death is the birthday Shaquille O'Neal. Again, I'm not into numbers, brother, into gematria, but when you're dealing with the global Luciferian cabal, nothing is by accident. So remember the term boule, they are sigma pi phi sigma, my brother, is the 18th letter uh, of the Greek alphabet, all right? Pi is the 16th letter, and phi, P-H-I, is the 21st letter. So then sigma represents something that is summoned or conjured up like a spirit, okay? 
pi. Pi represents a osmotic hypnotic plane. It represents osmotic pressure or hypnotic solution. Interesting. Pi wow. means osmotic pressure or hypnotic solution. In the term pi, P-H-I, uh, means a plane. Not just a dimensionality as we go into physics and astrophysics and quantum theory, but a plane, a helicopter. So then, sigma pi phi simply means something that is conjured up to bring a hypnotic solution on a plane. That's sigma pi phi. And so then, the Brule Secret Society has four black male secret societies and four black female secret societies, okay, which compose of what we call the Divine Nine, the Pan-Hellenic Council of the Nine Greek Black Letter Secret Societies. That's, yes, the Divine Nine. Yes, absolutely. So every boule is also a part of the Prince Hall Mason system, okay? Now, Prince Hall was, an, was a black Caribbean, okay, from Barbados who created the first black Masonic order because when he moved his family, right, to the United States, okay, black Americans were forbidden to be a part of any Masonic secret society. So these nine black Greek secret societies, which many of your household names are a part of, not just the late Kobe Bryant, LeBron James uh, has that boule tattooed on his chest, okay? And so to all of your listeners, if you get a chance, look on Google Images on the boule logo that I'm going to come to in a few minutes. Actually, it's a half a man, half a woman that represents the transgender sexual disorientation agenda of the boule, oh, yeah, and it I'm has its right hand right on what they call an urn, U-R-N, which they keep ashes of dead people. On the urn, you have a symbol, a wheel within the wheel within the wheel, which means, uh, man of God, that the boules are the protectors of the system. They don't own the round table. They just guard the round table. They don't own what we call the crab barrel system. They are just the overseers of the crab barrel system. And one they say, what does the term crab barrel represent? Well, that term goes back to at least 100 years, my friend. The crab barrel system represents the global black diaspora, okay? People of African descent who live all over the world, but they're in this crab barrel because the global system has, and I don't believe in white supremacy, it does not exist. And I know that is shocking a lot of your listeners because I am a black conservative, okay? I am pro-Trump. But when we say black supremacy, when black people say concerning white supremacy, they're giving power to something that doesn't exist. Yeah, okay. fighting the so invisible man. <laughs> that's what, that's, that's it. I'm with that's you on it. that one. When I say this, that's it. Then when I say the system, I'm not talking about white supremacy, no, because we're not fighting against flesh and blood. The system is the global Luciferian system who has not just black Americans at the bottom of this barrel or 
any other ethnicity around the world, but they choose certain ones. They choose a Kobe Bryant. Right. They choose a Reverend Al by the name of Deficient Sharpton. They choose Jesse Jackson. They choose Louis Farrakhan to oversee the crabs in the barrel. So Kobe Bryant wanted to not just come out of the barrel, but Kobe Bryant wanted to be independent, separate from the barrel. I mean, that's what got him killed. One of the things that got him killed. Is and I'm going out to come line. Producer Forever here. That audio signifies where the audio cut out temporarily. It happened a couple of times throughout this interview. Not much was lost, and you can usually get the rest through context. All right, let's get back to the interview. Thanks for the roundtable are the nine families that control the financial system of this world. Each and every night is assigned one of these black Greek letter secret societies. Okay. And so then Dr. Charles H. Wesley wrote a book entitled The History of Sigma Pi Phi. He says that on page 146 of the history of Sigma Pi Phi, that the history of Sigma Pi Phi was designed to protect the system of the nine knights of the round table, to protect the Rothschild, to protect um, the Oppenheimer, to protect the Rockefeller, all right? To protect the Warbirds, to protect those who control the financial systems of this world. So the Boulets do not own the table. They are just the protectors of the table. They don't own the crab barrel, but they, the Boulay Secret Society, is designed to keep the crab barrel people in check. While still okay. reaping the benefits of keeping everything in check. There's not full benefits. Absolutely. They are the leftovers of whatever oh, their guys are giving them, you know? And, you, and you're 100% right, sir. Because, and as a side note, remember, I think a week or two ago, Gail King from CBS, a close friend of Oprah Winfrey, Gail King is a part of the Boulay Secret Society, okay? Oprah Winfrey, she's a witch. She's a part of the Boulay Secret Society. Gail King, when she was interviewing Lisa Leslie, a former WNBA player. Yeah, I saw that. Instead of protecting Kobe's legacy and his reputation, okay, Gail King was trying to defame Kobe's character. Now, she said nothing about Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, which she I found quite nothing. odd as, as well, how Oprah and Gail King are both seen walking around with despicable Harvey Weinstein, but yet... Yeah, that's right. So, so they they protect the system. They don't talk about Harvey Weinstein. Gail King didn't talk about her buddy Charlie Rose, who used to work at CBS, who was accused by twenty seven women, brother, of being sexually raped and assaulted. Nothing concerning those men, but she's going to bring up Kobe Bryant, who was exonerated back in two thousand and three. Okay, the man's body wasn't even in the grave yet, but yet she's trying. And this is the boulet. They're sellouts. They would sell out not just their own people, any people with power in the And as a side note, before we go move forward here in this Kobe Bryant Luciferian uh, project, Gail King, after that interview, received a six 
excuse, yeah, a six million dollar raise to eleven million dollars because she had trashed Kobe Bryant's reputation. Ooh, I have not seen that one, but that is that is an interesting fact right there. Absolutely. And so when you talk about the Boulay Secret Society, they are the caretakers of the one percent. Okay. Now when you study the history of Greek politics of the Greek parliament even today, the Boulets represent the moral level of the Greek parliamentary structure that they are assigned and designed to protect those that are above them, okay? So they are the protectors of the system. They protect the oligarchs in this nation and around the world. Barack Obama is a Boulet, okay? Barack Obama was not elected. Barack Obama was selected. And this is where we get the term sortition, which means selected. So these black blue secret society members, the men are called archons, capital A-R-C-H-O-N-S, which is a Latin word meaning demon. The females are called the archaeists. That is a Latin Vulgate expression, which means demoness. Kim Fox, the state attorney general, okay, in the state of Illinois that was over that case of that uh, actor, Jesse Smollett. Kim Fox is a boule. She's a part of the boule seeker society, okay, and so is Jesse Smollett. So then the boule seeker society, and mind you, as a side note, there is another Greek term that's connected to Boulay, which they're talking about Kobe Bryant now, a Lucifer project that was already initiated in death back at last month. So there's a term called Bolo or Bola, capital B O L U, which means Black Friday. So Black Friday, the American citizens in this country celebrate, goes back to the 1600s, my brother, into slavery, that the day after Thanksgiving, indigenous African slaves were sold at a discounted price, right? So that term, BOLU, B-O-L-U, is a acronym for the term BOULE. So we're still talking about Kobe Bryant, kind of laying the foundation to let you know what this young man, Kobe Bean Bryant, was in. Yeah, man, keep it coming. Good stuff. Oh, oh, this is powerful. So that even the term um, boule is also interconnected into another Greek word, abraxas, capital A-B-R-A-X-A-S, which means abracadabra, or that which is a curse. Now, in 1941, in Los Angeles, there was a boule secret society convention that took place at the great Greek amphitheater at Griffith Park. And that was overseen by another boule by the name of Dr. Emmett Scott. Now, Dr. Emmett Scott of Tuskegee University, the same university that was a part of the syphilis conspiracy, right? And so going back from 1932 to 1972, where 600 black men and women were injected with syphilis to see how the anatomy of black people would respond, okay? So Dr. Emma Scott, was working with Booker T. Washington uh, up until 1950, along with Dr. Robert R. Moulton. Now, was Booker T. Washington a part of the boule as well? 
Booker T. Washington uh, was not a blue light. He was not a blue light. And see, he was trying to stop the conspiracy between Dr. Emma Scott, Dr. Moulton, both of these men were working covertly with President Woodrow Wilson to bring about the syphilis conspiracy to really through population control. These two black men were selling out their own people. So Booker T. Washington, who was not a blue way, did not want any part of this. So in 1915, Booker T. Washington ends up dead. And according to his autopsy, there were massive traces of syphilis in his body. Where did he get it from? He was injected. And so the syphilis conspiracy that actually didn't start until 1932 to 1972. And so as we continue to schematically lay this foundation concerning Kobe Bryant, a Luciferian project created here. So then as we move forward, the Boulay Seeker Society, and to your listeners, there was a African-American, actually a Jamaican African, all right? A man from Jamaica, but of African-centric uh, descent, Dr. Marcus Mosiah Garvey. Now, to a lot of your listeners, they may or may not have heard of Dr. Garvey. Marcus Garvey came to New York City, right, in the late 1900s to Harlem, New York, to build a organization that was open for all, right? The United Negro Improvement Association, right? Yeah. Uh, he was such a threat. He had a million followers at this time, man of God. This was before the advent of the internet or even the advent of, of the laptops and cell phones, whatnot. So this Marcus Garvey was targeted by the U.S. government through J. Edgar Hoover, of the Bureau of Investigations, which is the precursor for the Federal Bureau of Investigation in 1935. So in the late 1900s, J. Edgar Hoover approached a man, get this, by the name of Dr. Henry McKee Minton, who was the father of the Boulay Seeker Society. So Dr. Henry McKee Minton and this Dr. Robert Moulton, remember him from Tuskegee, was hired, along with Dr. Emma Scott, by the federal government to neutralize Marcus Garvey. Why? Because Marcus Garvey was teaching African Americans to be independent. Don't depend on the government. He was against big government. Marcus Garvey was a black conservative, okay? And so those black conservatives are still a threat today. He was teaching African Americans to be self-sufficient financially not depending on the government, but only depending on God. So then the U.S. government had hired the Boulays to neutralize Marcus Garvey, which they created a conspiracy, right? And by saying that uh, Marcus uh, Garvey was embezzling funds, which he was not, and he ended up in prison for a year or two, and then he was deported, on November of 1927, back to Jamaica, okay? There was a judge that was judging his case and laying the foundation for Kobe here, a judge that prosecuted uh, Dr. Garvey. His name was Judge Julian Mack. He was a member of the neighborhood of the Anti-Defamation League. He was also a member of the World Jewish Congress and one of the founding fathers of the NAACP, okay? 
I'm not into semantic work. What I'm doing is just creating this foundation so your listeners can understand why Kobe was taken out, okay? So as we move forward here quickly here, man, this is powerful here. So to understand the Boule Secret Society, Kobe Bryant and Luciferian Project completed. Kobe Bryant was born on August uh, the 23rd, 1978, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the same location where the Blue Lake Secret Society was conceived. Now, do you think uh, he was he was born into the Blue Lake, or was he recruited? How does how no, does that process recruited? Yeah. recruited? That's a great question. Yeah, he was recruited, and all the Blue Lakes are recruited when Kobe. And not just COVID, any African American, high be it in politics, uh, in education, in medicine, the sciences, or the sports industrial complex, when they make a certain amount of money per year into the millions, they are recruited to be a part of not just the Boule Seeker Society, but the Scottish Right Order, right? The, the, uh, the Daughters of Joe, many other secret societies the secret order of the Odd Fellows, which that's an offshoot of the Scottish Rite Order. So Kobe Bryant was not born into this. He was later selected to come into this order so that he could pr- help protect the system. Great question, my brother. So Kobe is born in Philadelphia, right? Yeah. On uh, the same city that the Boulets were created in the same city that LeBron James the day before Kobe's death, January 25th, LeBron James passes Kobe Bryant for third on the all-time NBA scoring list. One plus 25 equals 26. Kobe dies the next day on the 26th. Along with the things Kobe on their, uh, do you see the basketball court they had? They had the, the old Benjamin Franklin join or die, the snake, the snake logo that was broken up into eight pieces, which just so happened Ooh, to be. No, I did not see that. No, uh, what basketball court was that? Which, which, on uh, the Philadelphia 76ers on their court the night that LeBron, oh, the night that LeBron passed Kobe up. And it's very random because they don't have that every game, but it just so happened that this game they had. Uh, wow. And this was the night before Kobe died, right? Yeah. What that is interesting. But, you know, when you look at the 76ers logo, it has 13 stars. That represents the first 13 degrees of the Masonic Order. Now, remember, Kobe is drafted out of high school in 1996 as the 13th pick. His daughter, Gigi, was 13 years old. He came back from Italy, Kobe did, at the age of 13. So his entire life is mapped out by the system. So the family moves from Philadelphia to Italy in 1984 because Kobe's father played professional basketball in Italy, or Team Italy, playing European basketball. But anyway, in 1984, he leaves at the age of six, okay? He comes back to the United States in 1991 at the age of 13. So Kobe is really not close to his parents. His father is busy on the road you know, playing not just for the Philadelphia 76ers early in his career, but also goes to Europe and plays for the European League via the nation of Italy. So Kobe is suffering from what we call proximal abandonment, where his parents are physically there, but emotionally they are absent, okay? 
if we move forward, it's very interesting that in 1991, um, there is a helicopter system, right, called the Sikorsky, right? Now, Sikorsky was the same helicopter that Kobe Bryant died on, right, last month, called the Sikorsky 76C. I'm going to reveal to you, there's a man by the name of Igor Sikorsky, who was a 33rd degree Russian Masonic degree agent, okay, who left the Russian uh, Empire after the Bolshevik Revolution in October 1917. So in 1991, the Sikorsky 76B helicopter was created, but it's interesting as we move forward quickly here, in 2005, I'm going to fast slow me down. So then in August 10, 2005, a Sikorsky 76C crashes, okay, during the Copter, Copter Line Flight 103 in Italian Bay in Estonia, killing uh, all 12 passengers. And there are multiple lawsuits because of this specific brand of chocolate. Now, as we move forward here, so then, there's a man by the name of Igor Sikorsky, born on the 25th of May, 1889, died October 26, 1972. He was born in Kiev, which is not in the Ukraine. Now, back during the 1800s, Kiev, Ukraine, was a part of the Russian Empire under the Tsars. So he's born into a very unique bloodline. And this is a man who created the Sikorsky line of helicopters and planes that, that Kobe brought Brian died in. So Igor Sikorsky, his bloodline goes back to the court of Peter the Great, back to the 16 and 1700s. Peter the Great, in the same bloodline as this Igor Sikorsky, Peter the Great created Russian Freemasonry and the Russian occultic system going back to the 1600s. So the Igor Sikorsky, the same name that was on that helicopter that Kobe died in, his entire family line, which is occultic and Masonic, goes back to the 1600s. There's a book called Freemasonry in the Occult at the Court of Peter the Great by Robert Collis, capital C-O-L-L-I-S, that you uh, listeners should purchase. And there's another powerful book, Masonic and Petrine Court of Peter the Great, Occult Influence at Petrine, Russia. Very interesting. So then, this man, Igor Sikorsky, is involved in Russian occultism and Russian Freemasonry. He's involved in the Russian secret society. So the occult system in Russia that he's connected to, and, and Igor Sikorsky is related through the bloodline of the czars going back to the court of Peter the Great in the 1600s. So then Igor Sikorsky escapes Russia after the Bolshevik Revolution in October of 1917, when Lenin and Joseph Stalin and Trotsky overtake the Russian government by killing off the family of the czars, the bad bloodline, who Igor Sikorsky was related to, and escapes for his life to the United States of America, specifically to New York City. 
Now, Bishop, if I may interject real quick. Um, so I, I am Russian myself, and this talk of Igor Sikorsky is all news to me that I will be doing some more deep diving on as my great-grandparents, wow. they fled from Russia during the Bolshevik and Menshevik revolution, and I come from a family of Mensheviks. So we don't like those guys wow. <laughs> over there. So this is, this is very interesting. And you know what's so interesting, too, concerning the Bolshevik revolution? There was a man by the name of Saul Alinsky. He wrote a book called Rules for Radicals in 1971, which is the template of the far left of radicalism, so, uh, communism, socialism, wrapped up within the body of fascism. So Saul Alinsky was a communist. His parent, his father, Benjamin Alinsky, and his mother, Sarah Tannenbaum Alinsky, worked with and for Lenin and Stalin. The parents of Saul Alinsky worked with the Bolshevik Revolution. Then, then they were sent to the United States by Lenin and by Trotsky, and we know Trotsky was just communicated later on by Stalin, and they were also sent by Joseph Stalin, who the parents of Stalinsky, Benjamin Alinsky and Sarah Tannenbaum, okay? And so it's interesting here, as we move forward here, and by the way, as a side note, brother, when you talk about the term Hollywood, the original name for Hollywood was called Hollywood. W-A-N-D, a witch's wand. And this is the instrument that is used by warlocks and witches within the craft called witchcraft. So then Colby is involved in this system called Hollywood or Hollywood. So getting back to the Sikorsky, a 76B chopper that went down on the 26th of January, 2020. If you go on Wikipedia, and to all of your listeners, if you get a chance, when you go onto Wikipedia and type in Igor Sikorsky, they show two pictures, my brother. His first picture is at the top right-hand corner, but the second picture is down probably in the middle of that page of his profile, Igor Sikorsky. Capital S-I-K-O-R-S-K-Y. And that's on the Wikipedia, correct? Yeah, on Wikipedia, Absolutely. So when you look, you and I can look together, when you look on that profile on Wikipedia of Igor Sikorsky, very interesting that when you go down to around the middle of the page under the paragraph aircraft designer, it shows a young Igor Sikorsky at the age, actually in 19, looks like 1914, a very young man, okay? His right hand is inside of his jacket pocket. Now, in the Masonic order, anytime you see photos of historical figures going back hundreds of years, even to this day, even the present day Pope in the Vatican, if they have their right or left hand in their jacket pocket or robe, that means they are a part of the Luciferian order. They are a part of some type of Eastern mysticism, some type of of Scottish right order or the order of the Octos or the Boule Secret Society or Alpha, uh, Kappa uh, Alpha Psi or Psi uh, Kappa Beta, any type of Kappa or Delta or Theta Secret Society. And you notice that his right hand is in his jacket. 
And the only two fingers that's outside of his jacket is his thumb and his pinky. That represents the horn of Lucifer. I saw Prince Harry do this recently on a video as well. The same exact hand in coat pocket on video. I think he was meeting up with uh, President Trump's wife. And right right before a photo op, he put his hand in his, his right hand in his suit. This exact same way as Sikorsky has on this picture. Uh, The symbolism, man, the symbolism is going to get them. That's it. So a part of this globalist secret society order, there are thousands of secret societies. And I'm going to reveal to you later in the program, there's a secret society that Kobe was tied to besides the Boule, besides the Theosophical Society, besides the Theosophical Secret Society. He was a part of the old Masonic order of the Golden Centurion. Okay, which also gave dark, dark demonic power to the Third Reich. Kobe was a part of that. Uh, so the Eagle Sikorsky is right here. He is a high-ranking Mason. This is the same man whose last name was on the helicopter, okay, that Kobe died in. So the Sikorsky leads Russia on the 30th of March, 1919. And, you know, the Sikorsky line of helicopters was sold to a company by the name of United Technologies, which sold that Sikorsky line of choppers and planes to a company out of Van Nuys, California, Island Express Holding. Okay? Island Express Holding. A holding. Guess who had stock in that company before he died? Epstein alert. Epstein alert. Jeffrey Epstein. I'll come back. I'm going to come to his name goodness. in a couple of minutes. See, these, these connections here. So Everybody knows each other some ways, in, so, in some way, shape, other. or form. Yes. And that's the part of the reason why that Kobe died. I'm not going to give away my hand. Just give me a call. Oh, this is getting good now, brother. So Kobe Bryant, a Luciferian project completed. So Kobe Bryant, from 1992 to 1996, goes to uh, Laura Marion High School. Now, the term Marion, capital N-E-R-I-O-N, is a high-level occulty term. Now, mind you to your listeners, Kobe Bryant did not know anything about occultism as a teenager. He didn't know anything about any secret society. His father chose this school for him for a specific reason. So I'm not saying to your callers and to your listeners that Kobe was forced to go to this high school. My job is to give the background information in the interpretation of names, places, dates, so that your audience can come up with their proper conclusion in the present. So then from 92 to 96, he goes to Laura Marin High School. He is the number one high school player in the country in 95 and 96. Now, it's interesting here. Kobe Bryant and Luciferian Project completed. It said a few minutes ago he is drafted out of high school in 1996 as the 13th pick. And he was okay, number 33 so as well in high school. He, he was the number 33 as well. Excellent pick. Yes. That number 33 and he his career ended at over 33,000 points including LeBron James. So nothing's by accident. So then the Global Luciferian Secret Society, they go by numbers, and this is where we get the term gematria, which means a system of numbers 
which then create for those in financial and political power that they have to die a certain death. If anyone, especially a black person, wants to make a certain dollar amount, at some point, there has to be a satanic sacrifice. If not Kobe, then his wife, his child, his mother, someone had to die. I'm going to come back to that in, in a few minutes. But in the year 2000, four years after his, he is drafted by the Charlotte Hornets, and then the Charlotte Hornets trade him to the Los Angeles Lakers. In the year 2000, he meets a young woman by the name of Vanessa Lane, okay, uh, whose real name is Vanessa Cornejo Urbica, capital C-O-R-N-E-J-O, uh, Urbica, capital U-R-B-I-E-T-A. Now, Vanessa Lane Cornejo uh, Urbica, her family is heavily involved, my brother, in a religion called Santeria. That's that now, voodoo. Santeria, oh, voodoo. And this is the reason why uh, that when we look at the terms of voodoo, uh, had, uh, was it voodoo taboo. So then when you look at the terms voodoo, and I'm so glad that you brought that up. So when we look at the terms voodoo, voodoo, and taboo, and this is the reason why I teach a lot of my students on the radio, do not say the term taboo. Oh, it's taboo, because taboo in both Persian and Greek and Roman demonology is in the same demonic line as hoodoo and voodoo. So Santeria, they're involved in hoodoo, voodoo, and taboo, okay? They're heavily involved in that. Kobe doesn't know this. She doesn't tell him until years later. Now, I'm not blaming his wife for his death. What I'm doing, my assignment tonight, man of God, is to reveal the forces that surrounded Kobe in his life so that your listeners can also connect the dots. So then, this woman is only 18 years old. And this is the reason why Kobe and his parents are estranged, because they don't want Kobe to marry this girl. Kobe was already engaged to an African-American girl. And I'm not teaching separation as far as, you know, you can't marry a white woman, you can, that's garbage. You can marry who you want to marry, right? Amen, as long as God has cho- chosen that woman for you. But his parents are saying, wait a minute, did someone choose this woman for you? He said, yes, she was chosen. We don't know who chose her for Kobe, but she was chosen. Now, something happened in July of 2003. Kobe is sent by the Los Angeles Lakers to Eagle, Colorado. They get a knee surgery done, okay, in Eagle, Colorado, specifically in Edwards, Colorado, with one of the top knee doctors during that time, Dr. Richard Stedman. Dr. Richard Stedman is Phi Beta Kappa. Phi Beta Kappa is the deep state educational wing of the Luciferian order, while Kappa Beta Phi is the Wall Street section of the deep state Luciferian order. So the Phi Beta Kappa is education, Kappa Beta Phi is finances and Wall Street. So they got, their, hand, they got their hands Stedman, dipped in every aspect of, of Every life. aspect. Yes, they're in everything. That, that's the excellent point that you made, my friend. So this Dr. Richmond Stedman, who is Phi Beta Kappa, works on Kobe's knee, 
and he instructs Kobe to stay at a, a lodge and spa, okay, in Edwards, Colorado. Kobe didn't, really didn't want to stay there. He wanted to stay near his doctor's office to get his knee worked on, but his doctor sent him to Eagle, Colorado, outside of Edwards. Well, why? We don't know to this very day. So then he meets a young woman who is a deaf clerk, okay? Uh, she's 19 years old. He asked her to, you know, for a tour of the place. She's not supposed to leave the front desk. Nobody's there. So they walk around, and Kobe invites her to his room. She goes in. That's against the rules. Now, she's no worker other than housekeeping can be, can be coming in your room, okay? She goes into Kobe's room. Okay, Kobe said it was consensual sex, okay? And then the next day, she cries rape. Now, I don't know what happened in that room, man of God, but I can tell you this from a spiritual standpoint. From July 2003, post-2003, Kobe Bryant is never the same. Now, do now, you think that was part of a, a public shame initiation? Yes. Kobe Bryant was a rising, not just a superstar on the court. He was probably one of the most, most intelligent businessmen in the history of American sports. And so to the global Muslim order, he was out of control. Okay. So they had to rein him in and he hires another five beta Catholic person, a woman, an attorney by the name of Pamela Mackey. She's five beta Catholic. She knows Dr. Richard, Richard Stedman. So this attorney wow. was chosen for, for Kobe by who? His doctor. Interesting. Why? So this woman, the next day, as a matter of fact, if we, if we stay on that night after the alleged rape, then she doesn't go home. She goes to her boyfriend's house and has sex. Wait a minute, I'm confused now. So you cry rape, but you don't call the police. And you don't even go straight home. You go to, you, you said, your boyfriend's house and have sex. Now there's multiple uh, DNA samples within her dress, her underwear. You see? So then, the next day, she tells her mom and dad, he raped me. Did you call the police? No. Did you go home? No. You went to your boyfriend's house, had sex, then you went home, and then the next day, Kobe Bryant raped me. So then, September of 2014, the following year, the charges are dropped. Why? So then, the forces that got Kobe out of this mess was the same forces that took him down on the 26th of January, 2020. They're flexing their power. Yes. So they, they don't care. Ask the father, ask Michael Jordan about his father, okay? Oof, that that one goes deep too, Bishop. Son. That one goes real deep. Oh, it goes real deep, man. As, as, see, Michael Jordan was supposed to throw game six of the 1993 NBA championship against the Phoenix Suns. A week later, they took out his father. They blamed two teenagers for it. I tell people, stop. That was a Luciferian hit to let Michael Jordan know you're going to quit for about a year and a half and two years. You're going to sit yourself down. They control people. I don't care how much money you make. When you get into those, those dark arts, ask Bill Cosby, okay, about his son. Bill Cosby, who is also a Lule, wanted to buy NBC. 
And when they turned it down, he talked about NBC, was exposing it, and they took out his son. So then, when we talk about the Luciferian demonic system, if anyone gets, look at the football player, Michael Dick. Okay, he, he was sent to prison for dog fighting. They didn't know that man was dog fighting, but he was bucking against the system. They took him down. So Kobe Bryant, a Luciferian project completed here. Pre-2003, he's a different person. But post-2003, which we call a deliverance ministry in the church, he is tagged spiritually. This woman was carrying something in her spirit that transferred to Kobe, okay? Because he's not the same. He gets all thuggish and tattoos all over the body. Now he's got street cred, okay? So then Kobe Bryant, then when he comes home, after the Eagle Colorado case, creates what he calls the Black Mamba. Mm. That's his, that's his alter ego. It's like Beyonce creates Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce is a female dancing demon that is now possessed Beyonce. Okay? So then these rappers who have these alter egos, and this is the reason why I tell young people, especially black young people, stop calling each other the N-word. Stop calling each other Negro, because that term Negro comes from the Greek word necro, N-E-C-R-O, which means necrophilia, which means sex with a dead body. You see, the Bible says my people destroy for the lack of knowledge. They don't understand. So then people in black in the black music industry, my brother, they're slaves. God did not create us to be a 50-cent quarter nickel or penny. But they call themselves 50 Cent. They call themselves Ice Cube, Ice T, and Ice Trey. They call themselves Snoop Dogg, Little Bow Wow, Pitbull. Why? Because they don't know who they are. So, so to understand the, um, the Kobe Bryant case, and mind you, that's not who Kobe is. That's what Kobe became what he was because of Eagle Colorado. But that's not who he is. So then, post-2003, from 2003 to 2020, he adapts Black Mamba. Black Mamba is a part of the dark arts. It's a part of the ruling Seeker Society, where they call themselves the GOAT, G-O-A-T. So they end the three Masonic order of the Golden Centurion, that Seeker Society out of Germany, Kobe Bryant was a part of. Kobe Bryant would out to travel to Germany, going back as early as 2011 to get his knee worked on. Kobe Bryant believed in what he called psychic surgery. So then Kobe Bryant gets involved in what we call goat riding. Now, if you look up on the internet concerning the free Masonic order of the Golden Citarian or the Masonic order of goat riding, goat riding is one of the initiation acts that the boule must go through. See, they got to go through this sexual orientation initiation process. A man has to have to have sex with a woman inside of a coffin. A woman has to have sex with a woman inside of a, of a coffin. If they want to go higher, not just in Masonic degrees of order, but if they want more financial power, they have to have sex of bestiality with a goat. And is that when they become compromised they right there? Yes, they get compromised. They are compromised, and now we have something on. 
My brother, you get another great nerd with me, my, my brother. So then rappers have to be sexually uh, initiated into the order. 50 Cent had sex with a man at one time, I guarantee you. Jay-Z or Daisy had, had sex with a man at one time. All of these rappers, Snoop Dogg, who went on to apologize to Gail King, Snoop Dogg ain't no gangster. He's a punk. He had to have sex with another man to go into that financial level. So that way, we have you on video, we have you on tape, we have pictures of you, now we own you. That's the term of goat writer. So then maybe, and I cannot substantiate this, maybe Kobe had sex or sexual or allowed a snake or a black mama to touch him sexually. I cannot substantiate this. In other words, Kobe becomes the very thing that took him down, the black mama. Now, remember the actor Heath Ledger, who played the Joker, right? Yeah. Heath Ledger got so far into that character that he couldn't get out of it. Kobe, though, when he retired in April 2016, but he did, though he wanted to leave the black mama, but the black mama entity did not want to leave him, okay? And so the three Masonic order of the Golden Centurion teaches what they call the center of the power of muse cages. Mm. Capital M-U-S-E, cages. So if you look on the internet, if you look on YouTube, Kobe Bryant is talking to a stuffed snake or a mama. He talks about children often have light muse cages and dark muse cages. Kobe writes several children's books, right? The Book of Equal. Okay, or epoca, and when you spell epoca, E-P-O-C-A, backwards, my friend, it reveals the name of a high-ranking feminist Masonic order out of Spain. I'm going to come to that in a few moments. The epoca, the tree of ecroft, ecroft is forced backwards. May the force be with you. What type of force? A dark force. The feminist says, well, Bishop, he meant to say light news cages. Well, the term here of Lucifer, Satan, and the devil, okay? So the term Lucifer or Lucifer means illuminato, NATO summit, illuminati, one that bears light. When you write down the term Lucifer and, and write it backwards, because Hebrew is written from right to left, then it becomes a Latin word, recycle. It means the recycling of fecal matter. That's the DNA of Lucifer. So then the first letter of Lucifer is L. The first letter of Satan is S. The first letter of devil is D. This LSD. Ah, MK Ultra, 3 Masonic Order of the Golden Centurion. The term muse means a spirit or a demon. And cage means the body of the individual. 
So clearly he is writing children's books and revealing secrets that he is not authorized to reveal. Uh-oh, he's in trouble. He's revealing books. He's revealing secrets, my brother, that he is not authorized to reveal. Epoca, Okope, the tree of Ecroft, or force. The woman who wrote the book for him is a part of the church of Satan. I declare she's a Satanist. His second book, The Wise Nord Series, okay, written by another warlock or witch, Wesley King. The term wise, W-I-Z-E, means war in Greek. Nard means lock. This is where we get the term warlock. Why is Toby teaching witchcraft to children? Okay? So these books, he's revealing um, the dark arts that he is not authorized to reveal because he is not sanctioned to reveal it. He continues to write the what we call the Wise Nard series. The term Wise Nard only means warlock, but it also denotes he or she who has been cursed, putting a curse. That's where we get the term Hollywood, Holly Wong, the one of a witch. Why is Cody involved in this? Because he wants financial power and greatness. He writes another book called Legacy in the Queen. That is by another high-ranking uh, occultist and Satanist by the name of Amy Matthews. Why is Cody Bryant choosing witches and warlocks to co-write these books? So then, on the front cover of Legacy and the Queen, one would think, well, that is, that represents the, the shape of a tennis racket. No, that represents what we call the womb of Osiris. Capital O-S-I-R-I-U-S. The womb of Osiris. That represents the womb of Lucy, who is the female equivalent of Lucifer, who is the male equivalent of Lucy. Why is, my question is, how does Kobe Bright know this stuff? Because he's a part of the dark arts. He's a part of the Blu-ray secret society. And so then, he's a part of the three Masonic order of the Golden Centurion that was created back in Germany in Munich, Germany in 1840, where Colby often travels to Germany. And the one may uh, ask Bishop, why does he travel to China so much? Why does Kobe Bryant uh, travel? Why did he travel to the Philippines so much? Why did he travel to Germany? Because in China, the Philippines, and Germany, he would always stay in the sections of these countries that were involved in occultism. Kobe will always stay in the section of China called Wuhan, the center of the coronavirus. Why would Kobe stay there? Why would Kobe go to the Philippines and stay in a section of Manila who practices high-level occultism in witchcraft? Why would he go to Munich, Germany and stay in a section of Munich, Germany, which is the bastion? of the three Masonic order of the Golden Centurion. He's writing notes now to write these books for children, but he's not authorized to do it. And he's warned, 
to stop. Is he trying to expose what's going on or just wants yeah. children to start you know reading the dark arts? Mark, you, you are a great host. He's doing both. He wants to teach children how to tap into the darkness and that's what you're but he's also upset with the system because he has, not to get ahead of us, but Colby, up until the time of his death, had multiple lawsuits against some of the most powerful pharmaceutical companies in the world, okay? I'm going to come to that in a couple of minutes. He has multiple lawsuits against some of the most powerful pharmaceutical companies on earth. Why? Because they're using his nickname, his moniker, the Black Mamba. High-tech pharmaceuticals out of Annabelleville, New York here, is connected to the Central Intelligence Agency. High-tech pharmaceuticals is owned by a company by the name of the Acorn Company, capital A-K-O-R-N. Acorn is owned by a billionaire by the name of John Kapoor, capital K-A-P-O-O-R, who owns a company called Insay Therapeutics, capital I-N-S-Y-S Therapeutics. Now, John Kapoor, if he's not out of prison, he's probably still in prison, he may be out, he was sent to prison for 66 months. Why? Because he was putting opioid ingredients within weight loss pills that have the black mamba picture and logo, that nickname that belonged to Kobe. And technically it was high tech pharmaceuticals who had trademarked and registered the black mamba nickname back in 2002. Okay. Years before Kobe Bryant tried to register the name in 2003. So that John Kapoor, Insay Therapeutics owns Acorn. Acorn owns high-tech pharmaceuticals. Colby is suing these people, and he's going to expose them, brother, because they're putting opioid uh, substances within weight loss pills that will cause Americans to be addicted. Remember the actor Paul Walker, Fast and the Furious? He had a charity, right? Remember the typhoon? I believe it was a typhoon or a hurricane, maybe a typhoon, hit the Philippines back in the 2000s, right? Yep. But the money that were supposed to be sent to the people was being funneled back to the CIA. Paul Walker found out, they took him out. People said, oh, no, he was speedy. I tell people, stop. That was a drone took him out. I will probably talk to him later on. These Demons don't care, man of God, how much money you make. If you are a threat to the system, they will take you out. So then, getting back to Kobe Bryant, man, this is getting deep here. The Kobe Bryant, a Luciferian project completed. Now, as we, as we move on here, he gets into the dark arts, okay? He gets into the dark arts of the Theosophical Society. He gets into these arts, man of God. Uh, he gets into what are called parapsychology and phrenology. He gets into, he has this surgery in 2011 and 12. It's called the Planet Let Rich Plasma Surgery. And let me uh, uh, spell that out for you listeners. Capital P L A T E 
L-E-T. Platel Platelet with the T sonnet, Platel Match, Rich Plasma. That's psychic surgery where they would use not only Kobe's blood to inject in his knee, but they would use blood, a blood of an animal, the blood of a goat, or blood of another human being to inject in his knee to help him heal quicker of whatever knee problem he had. That's psychic surgery. So he's a part of the Enrique psychic surgery of plateau rich plasma. He's a part of uh, all of this psychokinesis, telekinesis. That's in his books. To these children, light cage and dark cages. Wait a minute now. Muse cage, that's a demon. Light muse cage or dark muse cage, that's psychokinesis, telekinesis. That is the template of his book entitled Mamba Mentality, where he mentions about psychokinesis and telekinesis. So then, why is Kobe involved in the dark arts? After he is accused of rape post-2003, he is never the same, my friend. So, in my conclusion, before we give the floor over for, um, for questions in your Q&A session, so then Kobe Bryant, who is a member of the Free Masonic Order of the Golden Centurion out of Munich, Germany, those members um, must have been initiated prior before they, they could be accepted into the order. So Kobe Bryant was initiated through the Blue Lay Secret Society, and thereby he wanted more financial power, so which means he had to give up something of his body or his family. So Kobe Bryant's death has a cultic, satanic sacrifice read all over it. Now, to your listeners, if they get a chance, type in Kobe Bryant, his death, and his connections to the occult. Kobe Bryant, his death, and his connections to the occult on threadreaderapp.com, threadreaderapp.com. It shows that the Black Mamba becomes the character of Kobe Bryant. Okay? That he says he has become the venom of himself. Kobe Bryant is a worshiper of flattering the Black Cube. Kobe Bryant changes his jersey number from 8 to 24. Why? 8 plus 24 equals the first 32 degrees of the Masonic Order. The following degree is the 33rd degree, and no black person is allowed to become a 33 and one half. That's another topic for another day. And number eight is a number of non-existence, the non-existence of Kobe going now into the existence of darkness that represents the Mamba in the shape of the number eight. He changes it to 24. There are 24 letters in the Greek alphabet. And so when you look, my friend, on Google Images, when you type in Mamba Academy logo, Mamba Academy logo, it is the capital M, and around the capital M is a snake eating its own tail. We call this the Orisborus, the snake eating its own tail. Why would Kobe choose that? He is a part of the dark arts. He is now a part of the dark arts. All right. Are you still with me, brother? I am with you. I'm checking out this logo right now. Pretty wild. 
So, so this is pop. So he is a part of, oh man, I'm so glad that you're checking that out. He is a part of that. Okay. Where, why is the serpent chewing its tail? It's feeding off of its own venom. So Kobe entered back into the NDA post-rape trial, eating his own poison as he wanted Lucifer, Satan, the devil, to become a part of him so that he could kill his opponent on the court. So then Kobe becomes the Black Mamba. We call this Sora Boris. Soros Boris. In other words, when we call the Boris, with Boris spelled backwards, it's Sorbid or Sarab, capital S-O-R-O-B, right? Which means Ouija. Wait a minute now. So Boris spelled backwards is S-O-R-O-B, which in Greek means Ford Ouija boy. So Kobe writes in The Black Mamba how to uh, obtain a Mamba mentality. He says the basketball court was his Ouija board. In any part of the court he was instructed to go to, it was a dark entity that instructed Kobe to go to a certain side of the court in order to strike fear in the heart of his opponent. This is heavy, brother. So then when we go back into Persian history and uh, Persian methodology or Persian history of war, uh, there is a a powerful writing concerning um, Persian men uh, eating and drinking the venom of black mambas, okay? Uh, The the author of Abdu, Kazim, capital Q-A-S-E-M, for Dowsi, capital F-E-R-D-O-W-S-I, Tursi, capital T-U-S-I. He writes a book concerning tales of kings where Persian warriors, before they would enter into battle, uh, Dr. Kazim would write that they had to drink the blood and the venom of the Black Mamba. I don't know what Kobe took before each game, but he used to constantly drink what they call bone broth. There is a, and, and I'm going to say this, this is going to blow your listeners' minds. Do not drink bone broth. I had a, uh, a, a pastor friend of mine here. Years ago, he used to be a witch in a warlock, okay, in the Church of Satan. He said bone broth is made by witches and sold on the black market and sold by many companies, healthcare uh, companies, okay, whole foods. So these bone broths are made and created, okay, by witches. So Kobe would drink bone broth before and after every game, especially the last three years of his career. Why? Because he wanted to inject dark power into himself. So Kobe Bryant's death and the connections to his death, he died because he wanted to reveal dark arts that he was not authorized to reveal. Now, when you look at Kobe's, another Kobe logo, the letter Y that Nike had created years ago, that is a six pointed hexagram. The term hex means to a curse, okay? That's a six 
pointed hexagram. Author Kobe is a worshiper of a Saturn black cube, which has six angles of a hexagon. So you have a hexagram of Y and a hexagon of a black cube. Kobe is a worshiper of that. He's teaching his daughter Gigi that. So then it goes back in the Bible, in the book of Genesis, chapter 6, during the fallen angels called the Nephilims. Where the Nephilims, all right, wanted to inject their blood, their seed, into the bloodline, trying to contaminate the bloodline of the Lord Jesus Christ. And thank God the devil did not succeed. Well, Colby, on that threadreaderapp.com site, thread on Colby Bryant, his death, uh, and his connections to the occult, it clearly shows the Nike Zoom 2 tennis shoe with Colby having his arms folded, another Masonic order sign, with two wings behind him. Behind his back, which means Colby becomes the manifestation of a fallen angel. Colby taps, this is it, Colby taps Ooh, into there we go. a demonic, oh my God. Well, I feel, I, I'm, I feel the power of Jesus Christ on me. So Colby taps into the same power of the Nephilim. And give me five minutes and I'm done, man. I got so there. Uh, the three Masonic order of the Centurion, they teach that every eighth and 24 months, okay, someone had to be sacrificed. And every eighth to 24th month, someone had to be sacrificed. Oh, that was the jersey numbers of Kobe Bryant. Number eight from 1996 to 2003. And number 24 from 2003 to his retirement in 2016. Well, yeah, Kobe became a new man. Everyone totally forgot about what happened in Eagle, Colorado. Yeah. They'd be like, that's the number eight Kobe. And then he was just, he had a rejuvenation of life after he became 24 and became a completely oh, separate entity. This is, this is heavy. And this is heavy, man. So they, something has to be sacrificed. Oh, my. So in the Masonic Order of the Golden Centurion, they teach that the dead candidate was set to either drink poison or to be killed remotely by remote control. If you're in the plane, we will take out the whole plane just to get to you. That's what the Luciferian demons were. They don't care if there are 300 people on a plane, Menachem. They will take out the 299 passengers just to get to you, okay? Remember the Malaysian flight. <laughs> Ten of the passengers worked for a company in Texas called Freescale Semiconductor. These were 10 Chinese nationals who had a patent to control stock markets. They could control and manipulate the stock to go up or to go down. They could manipulate planes, trains, and cars. Remember, Vault 7, Okay, Julian Assange, they had that technology. They worked for um, Freescale Semiconductor, which is a, uh, a Chinese firm, I mean, which is a CIA firm, okay, and also a Chinese intelligence firm. But they took out the whole plane. Oh, it's gone. It's unwritten. No, they took it out because they wanted those 10 men, just like Kobe, 
They don't care if his daughter was on board as long as they got to him. Now, uh, in this order here, and I'm done here, uh, the Freemasonic Order of the Golden Centurion, okay, a new member had to be initiated. Existing members had to be sacrificed on that night. And there was there is a term called uh, tepophon. Let me, uh, let me uh, explain that. Capital T-E-P-A-P-H-O-N-E, which is a magical death ray. Now, we're going to talk about heart later on, okay? The high-frequency active aurora research program, right, through the CIA, right, through DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, also through ARPA, the Intelligence Advanced Research Project Agency, say they can create electronic interference to bring down a helicopter. So this is Tepobomb, the magical death ray. If you don't want to die here, we can get you someplace else. Oh, the 9-11 hijackers. Their, their planes were remotely controlled. Another topic for another day. So HARP, capital H-A-A-R-P, the High Frequency Active Aurora Research Program, okay, out of Alaska. Um, that system was built by British intelligence through MI5 and MI6 with British money through the Bay Systems PLC, capital B-A-E. Now, remember Andrew Breitbart back in March 1st, 2012. He drops over and dies, okay? And so Paul Walker, we talked about him. All right, and the victims of the typhoon in the Philippines. We talked about Paul Walker. So in my conclusion here tonight, Kobe Bryant, all right, is also taken out because, and this is what, this is really getting scary, man. I mean, if you got any questions, uh, before I get to this other information, I wanted to open up to you, uh, and, you know, and if you have any questions, because his business connections, Man of God, they're going to scare you down to your bottom. Um, this is mind-blowing information. And go right ahead, man of God. This is Kobe Bryant, a Luciferian project completed. It's heavy, man. It's And what happened with Kobe, uh, I'm starting to see what's going on with Dwayne Wade currently. And I oh wanted to talk to you about that because you see <laughs> what, what's happening. Uh, He's almost charading his son around like it. Like it's a zoo or show and tell. And I makes me think that that's part of his same thing with the Eagle Colorado situation about Kobe was just publicly shamed. Now you have D Wade taking his son around to all these talk shows, kind of just flaunting him to Hollywood and kind of indoctrinating the masses into seeing that, Oh, this is okay. (laughs) All that. So it's just, it's wild. Oh my and I remember you posting that, and I sent you up. This is this is a form what they call in Black America, buck breaking, B-U-C-K. And to all of your listeners, if they get an opportunity, look online and just type in buck, B-U-C-K, in the word breaking. Now, buck breaking was done going back to the 1600s during the system of slavery. Okay, and mind you, I am a Black conservative. I don't believe in victimhood. All right, I'm just sharing with you what uh, has happened to Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, to every black superstar, uh, especially to D-Wade, okay? I'm so glad that you brought him up. Buck breaking was a form where 
the slave master would strip down the male slave or the female slave. Now, the male or female slaves who could not be controlled, my brother, were sent to the Caribbean islands. We're talking about Cuba. We're talking about St. Martinique, okay? We're talking about Barbados, right? We're talking about Jamaica. And they were tied down, chest first on the ground, stripped down, and they were molested by their slave master. That is a term called buck breaking, okay? Or buck breaking. It's happening today. Your rappers, the, all of them are wearing a dress. If you type it on, I guarantee you, Manica, they're all wearing dresses. They've been buck broken, okay? Now, this is the reason why Dave Chappelle left Hollywood. He did not allow the system, the Knights of the Round Table, and the masters of the cracker. I'm not talking about masters. I'm not talking about white people, okay? When I'm talking about the, the owners of the crab barrel, Rothschilds, Rockefellers, right? The big the players. Park, the work, yes, the Bilderbergers, right? The Hasper dynasty, the House of Windsor. So these people are the owners of the masters of the crab barrel, okay? So then with Dwayne Wade coming on, and that what was he, did he talk about his daughter wanted to be uh, a man, a boy, okay? See, Dwayne Wade, D. Wade was buck broken. He won, he allowed the system to buck break him. If you want riches and power, if you want money to continue to come in, D. Wade, to pay for this multi-million dollar house, then you're going to have to buck break. Yeah, watch, him, watch Dwayne Wade get real big here in the, ne- in the next couple of years. See? There you go. You watch it in a couple of years. Now, if he bucks against the buck breaking, they would take him out, okay? When you look at Whitney Houston, all of these people, Michael Jackson, dying under mysterious circumstances. And mind you, uh, I believe Michael Jackson's doctor, and a lot of people really don't know this one I'm about to say, uh, Manica, but Michael Jackson's doctor was a delay. Again, let me say it again. Michael Jackson's doctor, Dr. Conrad Robert Murray, is not only a part of the Blue Lasik Society, he is a 33rd degree Mason. And any one of your listeners can just type in through Google Images, Conrad Robert Murray Mason or Masonic Order, right? Conrad Robert Murray Mason or Masonic Order. So he, he's a 33rd degree Mason. He's a boule that was instructed to take out Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson did not want the buck break. Okay, Sony Records, Sony Music wanted Michael Jackson to sell his Beatles catalog. Michael Jackson owned not only the Beatles catalogs, uh, all of the, the music. Yeah, records, he was but, sitting uh, on a gold Beatles. mine right there. Yeah, oh, it's a gold mine. But he also owned the catalog of Elvis Presley. So Michael Jackson said, no, I'm not giving that up. So what happened? They instructed the system. They the global Luciferian system. They took him out, okay? Uh, so then they took him out because that, uh, that catalog was what they wanted. They wanted the Beatles catalog, which is not just the Beatles catalog, but the Elvis Traffic catalog, which is worth over $1 billion. Sony wanted that. 
Michael Jackson said no. They instructed the boule to take him out. Okay? They make it look like it was an overdose. And to blame it on Michael Jackson. So then Kobe Bryant, this is really what gets scary here, man of God. Kobe Bryant, some of his business connection here. Talking about Kobe Bryant, a Luciferian project completed. In 2013, he creates a studio called Granity Studios. Okay. Granity Studios is created was created to be a part to be to be apart from any other major studio in Hollywood. He would be the first black person to own a studio in Hollywood. They didn't want that. As long as he dribbled a basketball, throws a football, okay, it's a baseball, you're not a threat. Yeah. But when you want to come off the plantation and begin to think from not from the waist down, but from the neck up, you become a threat. So Kobe Bryant creates Granity Studios, okay, in 2013. This is three years before his retirement. So he creates Granity Studios, all right? And it, and it really gets interesting now. So then, as a signer, like I said, Hollywood means Holly Wan. That's the original name of Hollywood Wan. One of the witch, Wicked. So then, the system of Hollywood is based upon the system of the Wicked. That's another topic for another day. Now, what's so interesting is in the same year, brother, Kobe Bryant meets a man by the name of Jeff Stiebel. W-S-T-I-B-E-L. Jeff Stiebel. Kobe Bryant wants to start a venture capital hedge fund in Hollywood. Oh, he's getting into power now. So he was told by Jeff Stein, well, we'll just give it a couple of years. Kobe said, no. If you don't want to help me, I'll get somebody else. See, a lot of people don't know that. So Kobe Bryant meets Jeff Stein. S-T-I-B-E-L. Now, Jeff Stein, it's, it's very interesting when people, if you get a, a, an opportunity Go on to the, the website, Brian Steibel, okay? Brian Steibel, S-T-I-B-E-L. So then just go on to Brian Steibel, all right, dot com, and it will show you the website of Brian Steibel. Now, if we get time here, what I'm going to do is, is to prove to you, man of God, and to your listeners, Two days before Kobe died, two days before he died, on the 24th, on that Friday, the stock of Brian Stiebel went drastically down. Okay? That, that's on the 24th, two days before his death. The Monday after his death, on the 27th of January, that stock skyrockets. And someone made a killing off of Kobe Bryant's death. Let me say this again. Wow. Oh, that, 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 this that, is, that's this, insane this, right there. This is evil, just like it happened during 9-11. So my thing is, who is Brian Spiegel? I'm going to expose him. So then, the, on the 24th, because, you know, the stock markets are not open on the weekend, so the 24th of January, on that Friday, the stock of Bryant Stable grows goes drastically down. Okay? The twenty seventh, the day after Kobe's death, that that stock rises dramatically and someone or something made a killing. 
So in other words, this is what we call predictive programming, where they predict death, they bet on death, okay? So Kobe had no wheel. Michael Jackson had no wheel. Who got Michael Jackson's money? Not his mother. Someone got his money. Who's going to get Kobe's money? I guarantee you, his wife is going to take, I'm telling you, Brian uh, Stable to court and all of his, uh, all of their attorneys, including Kobe's attorney, I'm telling you, they're going to try to take Kobe's $600 million empire. Plus, Brian Stable is worth over $2 billion. Most of that is Kobe's money. But he ends up dead. So then, in 2013, he meets this Jeff Stable, okay, and creates a Wall Street venture capitalist hedge fund in 2013 in Los Angeles to provide strategy capital to businesses focusing on technology, media, and data. This is what gets really scary, man of God. Jeff Stable is an advisory board member of a foundation called Lifeboat Foundation. Lifeboat. And anyone in your listeners can just go to Lifeboat. Uh, again, they can go to Lifeboat, uh, I believe, dot com, Lifeboat.com. So then this Lifeboat Foundation is owned by a man by the name of Eric Klein, who knew Jeff Steibel. Jeff Steibel sits on the board of Lightboat Foundation. The Lightboat Foundation, they are practitioners of what they call the singularity of life. They believe in taking the seed of a man and preserving that seed or DNA forever to create the next generation. So that this Lightboat Foundation and when you look on who sits on the advisory board, Jeff Steibel. But guess who else sat on the board before death? Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein sat on the advisory board of Lightboat Foundation. Jeffrey Epstein and Jeffrey Steibel know each other. Now, people say, oh, that's coincidence. They have, this is huge. So which means that Kobe Bryant knew Jeffrey Epstein. Some people might say that <laughs> this this would be just a coincidence. And to those people, there's so much more that meets yeah. the eye. There's so much behind the scenes that people fail to. Oh, my God. You gotta pay the hell attention, and, 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 man. <laughs> people don't pay attention. Yeah, and, and so I tell people, go to rifle.com and type under advisory board. When you look at Jeffrey Stable is Jeffrey M. Stable MS. So then M means Morgan. Jeffrey Morgan Stable sat uh, sits on the board and knew Jeffrey Epstein, who also sat on the board. I've got a matter of fact, I'll send it to you after the broadcast. Also, I'm looking at it right now. So then it says here that Jeffrey Epstein is a financier in science. He is the chairman and CEO of the Financial Trust Company and the founder of the Jeffrey Epstein uh, Foundation. He was a member of the Trilateral Commission and the Council on Foreign Relations. How does this man, Jeffrey Epstein, that was worth almost $600 million before his death, 
never graduated from college. I'm going to come back to that. It's a, it's a coincidence. You know. So Jeff Stable, oh, let's go, not just from Jeff Stable and Jeffrey Epstein sitting on the same board at Lightboat uh, Foundation. But also, Jeffrey Stable and Jeffrey Epstein, and it gets really, really tricky now, uh, sat on another board, okay? Now, what I'm about to say, uh, and I'm revealing these, these connections here, that people say, what does this have to do with Colby's death? Because Colby, besides him being in the dark dark and revealing the dark secrets that he was not authorized to do, the question is, what did Colby know that might have gotten him killed? So Jeff Stable and Jeffrey Epstein sits on the board, sat on the board together of this light boat foundation. Jeff Stable and Jeffrey Epstein sat on the same board called the Mind, Brain, and Behavior Committee at Harvard University. The Mind, Brain, and Behavior at the Advisory Committee at Harvard University, which was connected to the Brain Initiative Program set up by Barack Obama in 2013 that's connected to the Central Intelligence Agency of Mind Control. Jeff Steibel, the man whom Colby picked to be his financial partner in building the Brian Steibel um, venture capitalist firm, right, Hollywood Wall Street, is the same man that's a part of the Mind, Brain, and Behavior Committee that's a part of the Brain Initiative of the Central Intelligence Agency. Did Colby know this? I don't know. Also, this Jeff Steibel is the chairman of what they call the Brain Gate. What is the Brain Gate? A part of the Brain Initiative of the Central Intelligence Agency. So Jeffrey Steibel is the chairman of Brain Gate. And Brain Gate is partnered with Stanford University, with Stanford University's CI undergraduate program within the Department of Psychology. Oh, that's interesting. Guess who is, or was, I don't know if she still is now, was a professor in that department? Christine Blasey Ford. Who was Christine Blasey Ford? The woman that was accusing Brett Kavanaugh of rape. Remember that case? Brett Kavanaugh, who was running oh, for... Yeah. Remember, uh, just, yeah. you're, you're killing me right now. It's just everyone, everyone high up oh. and just in the middle of the corruption. Everyone, everyone oh is God. friends some way, shape, or form. This is heavy. So, Christine Blasey Ford, her father, Ralph Blasey II, ran three CIA front companies, Red Cross Incorporated, Data Watch, and Admiral Security Systems in the same building where Fusion GPS was. Fusion GPS who was trying to bring down President Trump with this state dossier. Wait a minute now. What are all these connections? Then Ralph Blasey III, Christine Blasey Ford's brother, worked for a law firm, Baker Hostetler, that represented Fusion GTS in the big dossier trying to bring down the president. Ralph Blasey III worked with Baker Hostetler, who supported legally and represented Fusion GPS, all of these entities were in the same building. 
So then the brother of Christy Blasey Ford worked with Fusion GPS as a lawyer. They tried to bring down uh, Brett Kavanaugh. And I'm almost done here. So then, Christine Blasey Ford's grandfather, a man by the name of Nicholas Deak, capital D-E-A-K, D-E-A-K, was linked to the CIA. He worked for the CIA as a currency trader. So Jeffrey Steibel, getting back to him, is the chairman of the Brain Gate that's connected to the Brain Initiative that began in 2013 under uh, Barack Obama's administration. So Jeffrey Steibel, unbeknownst to Kobe Bryant, is a part of DARPA, the Defense Research Project Agency, connected to the Department of Defense and the Pentagon. Jeffrey Steibel, connected to Kobe Bryant, is a part of ARPA. A-R-A-I-R-P-A, the Intelligence Advanced Research Project. It sounds like Steibel is CIA at this point. What's that? It sounds like Steibel is CIA at this point. He's CIA. He's CIA because Jeffrey Steibel is a practitioner of what we call predictive programming. (laughs) And when the clock on the basketball goes down to 4.1 seconds, 41, Kobe was 41, 41, 41 days from Kobe's death is Shaquille O'Neal's birthday. And Kobe throws that basketball and destroys the helicopter. So then when you look on the cover of Time Life magazine, Kobe Bryant has his left hand behind his back. That's a Masonic order sign. What also I believe that got Kobe Bryant killed, and I'm done here. The Aspen Institute out of Colorado that's heavily connected to the Central Intelligence Agency invites Kobe Bryant to be a part of the Clinton Foundation. Here we go. That's what gets you. That's what gets you right there. You remember that? Yes. Back in 2014, Aspen, Colorado goes above Bill Clinton's head and calls Kobe himself, himself, which, you know, which made Bill and Hillary Clinton unhappy. So Aspen, the Aspen Institute, which is a CIA think tank, reaches out to Kobe Bryant to take part of the 2014 third annual Health Matters Conference to be a part of the Clinton Foundation in the Clinton Global Initiative. And so then, Kobe speaks. Now, three days before Kobe's death, on the 23rd of January, 2020, Bill Clinton goes to Staples Center on a Thursday and talks to LeBron James. And I'm not trying to put two and two together. They just might have been talking about basketball or life. It's nefarious. It's, it's some nefarious activity going on. Yeah. Three days before Kobe's death on the 26th, on the 23rd, on that Thursday, during shoot-around, Bill Clinton calls LeBron James over and they shoot. I mean, they shoot the brick, they talk. There's a demonic here. So then, in my conclusion, in 2014, Kobe invests $6 million in a, in a, a company called Body Armor. That's like a 10% stake. And Coca Cola bought a purchase and stake in Body Armor, which Kobe pocketed $200 million. And it's interesting that Jeffrey Epstein made $200 million in the five years after he was registered as a sex offender. No connection there. 
2018, Colby invests $13 million in a company called Ring DNA. R-I-R-I-N-G DNA, Ring DNA. A Ring DNA heavily subsidized by Goldman Sachs by a man by the name of Lloyd Blankfein. B-L-A-N-K-N-E-I-N. He is one of the Wall Street financial uh, powers at these, right, that received money from the 2008 bailout, remember, of the housing crisis. He is the one that heavily invested and heavily is sowing millions of dollars into Ring DNA. Ring DNA is the type of a company that believes in the longevity of life. Organ harvesting. They don't say organ harvesting, but that's what they do. Okay, that's another topic for another day. Trayvon Martin's interesting. So Ring DNA, they, they specialize in the splicing of DNA, creating new DNA in order to heal the body. It's all a part of the dark art. So Ring DNA is the best by Golden Sachs. There's another company by the name of uh, Palisades Growth Capital. Guess who sat, who sat on the board? Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein's all over the There's place. He's got his fingers. He's got his fingers on oh everything. Oh my god! You see what I mean? And so this is the reason why they took him out. Now, in my conclusion, I keep saying that Light Bulb Foundation. We talked about them about ten minutes ago. Eric Klein is, is the creator. Jeff Steinbull represents Lightboat to buy up a lot of shares into this new company, Ring DNA. Jeff Steibel and Jeffrey Epstein were advisory board members of both Lightboat Foundation and Ring DNA. My question is, did Kobe Bright know Jeffrey Epstein? I don't know. Jeffrey Epstein's foundation contributed millions of dollars into this, this Ring DNA Foundation. And then this Mind, Brain, and Behavior Advisor Committee at Harvard University, University Jeffrey Steibel and Jeffrey Epstein were board members. They knew each other, brother. Jeffrey Epstein, and Je- oh Jeffrey goodness. Steibel is a graduate of MIT, the Massachusetts, the, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Jeffrey Epstein contributed millions of dollars to MIT before his death. So did Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg is connected and related to David Rockefeller. Yeah, I'm, I got my well, skip, I got to... my skeptical eyes on uh, Zuckerberg oh for sure. Well, let this me tell heavy. you what, Bishop. We got a. We just did two hours. I'm not running low on my I mean, oh on my, my time. God. I cannot believe they did that. Oh hey, my it was goodness. great. And, 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 you know what? I am so. I'm telling you, this is this is powerful here. And let me say this, and, and, I'm, and I promise you, I'm done. So then, this Kobe Bryant Luciferian uh, project completed in 2013, uh, 2019, 2019. Kobe Bryant helps raise five million dollars for a foundation called Baby Two, like the number two Baby Two Baby. A young woman by the name of Nora Weinstein runs that uh, corporate, that foundation. Okay. That last name sounds familiar. So then the, uh, the, 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 the Epstein Foundation has contributed millions of dollars to Baby to Baby. Maybe, just maybe, Kobe did not know what he was getting himself into. 
okay? And he was about to expose it all, and they took him out. My friend, I'm telling you, thank you so much for allowing me to speak to your people. This is going to blow away the minds of your people. Kobe Bryant, a Luciferian project uh, completed here. Bishop, thank you so much for coming on. I would love to have you come on and be a reoccurring guest on some more hot topics you got. This was this was deep. I'm going to go I back, re-listen to this, unpack it, and I, would, I look forward to future talks with you. My friend, it would be an honor to come back on as a regular, uh, as a reoccurring uh, guest. Absolutely. Let's set this up, and, and do forgive me for um, just taking so long, but it's so much to unpack, and this is only 10%. Oh, oh yeah, we just so scratching Kobe the surface. Was, and I'm, and I want to say this: I'm not saying all the names that I just may mention. I'm not saying that these people were involved in Kobe's assassination. My assignment was just to unveil the forces around Kobe that might have contributed to his death. And I'll leave it there. God bless you, brother. And, I, and to your listeners, please, if you have not subscribed to Global Spiritual Revolution Radio on YouTube. Just go to YouTube and type in Global Spiritual Revolution Radio, Global Spiritual Revolution Radio, and subscribe to us. And with your permission, uh, man, God, I would love to get this link out. To your listeners, if you want to donate to Global Spiritual Revolution Radio, you know, $50, $100 a month, uh, you, can, you can become a Global Spiritual Revolution partner. We will send you these notes uh, absolutely free. We're, uh, we're be beginning to build a library uh, of these notes electronically we'll send you these notes for free praise god and all of the powerful insights that god has revealed to me i will send to you i just give us fifty dollars or a hundred dollars a month and send that to paypal.me forward slash gsrr media group again one more time paypal.me forward slash gsrr media group GSRR Media Group has no no dashes or, or spaces in between. PayPal.me forward slash GSRR Media Group. And thank you so much, brother, for allowing me to come to the Roadhouse podcast. It was a very powerful two hours as we, um, through meticulous scholarship, unpacked uh, Kobe Bryant and Luciferian Project completed. Open invitation for you, Bishop. Keep fighting the good fight. Have a good evening. I look forward to uh, talking to you again soon. And as we talked about before this, before the broadcast, I'll have all this emailed out to you and we're good to go. I love this, man. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely love your music intro and your music outro. I absolutely love it. So yeah, God bless you, brother. And I would love to come back come back on um, the, the show. Let, let's set that up. Absolutely. Sounds good, Larry. Have a, have a good night. All right. Talk to you soon, man. You too. God bless you. God bless you as well. Holy shit. That's a, that's a lot to unpack though. That's wild. That is real wild. So guys, thanks for listening. This was, this was, uh, this dug deep. I gotta, I gotta go back, comb through some of the stuff he was talking about and see where that takes me. But guys, thanks for listening to the Roadhouse Podcast, the most natural and unapologetic unapologetic podcast in the world. Subscribe to our YouTube, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, all at the Roadhouse Pod. And we will see you guys next week. Stay tuned, baby.